0: Greetings, nerds! This is Cena Nerd. I'm your host Sarah Belmont, and with me, as always, is our Mr. Producer Will Paul. How are you doing tonight, Will?
1: Doing very well. Back on Thursday nights.
0: Yeah, we are. So yeah. I um I have something to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> like kick us off, um because I I had a long weekend. Mm. And um, I feel like it's been a month since we last talked. So yeah. it, it's very weird because I feel like I watched a lot of stuff because I actually returned to you mm. in season four okay. on Netflix because they dropped part B. But right. they dropped it the same weekend Glory part two came out and I prioritized. OK. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: um, But I also watched it because I um, started. Well, no, I think I just saw the thumbnail for Double Toasted's review mm-hmm. of part four and I had already watched their review of part one and Corey and I are like, we're on the complete same page about <laughs> just like, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> um, And we are on the same page about part two. It is crazy how, how good part two is.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> You, you're like, you're suddenly watching part two. And I want to say within the first episode and a half, you're just like, okay, this is the show that I have come to know these, this is, yes, this is Joe in his really mentally bizarre situation. Um, yeah, it's, it was weird how much I'm just like, okay, thank you for (laughs) starting. I don't, I understand what they did. They did a very, um, not to give anything away, but they did a very well done magic trick, as we like to say, Mm -hmm. um, they pull one over on you as a viewer. And, um, but then when you're watching part two and you're figuring it out, you're this like, all the signs were there in part one. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Um, but but that's that's the testament to a pretty clever um, plan of how mm-hmm. they want a story to be told and perceived by the viewer, um, especially when you're trying to um, have the perception through the eyes of one character. Um, yeah. So so it's a lot of um, first person. Um, and, and I think that they used that. But, yeah, I was just like, oh, my God. Thank you. Now, it's not as good overall, certainly, as Season 2 and maybe even Season 3. But I do think that it came back to its true form. But I'm just like, w- w- what are they going to do next? Like, I don't we're, – we're seeing a pattern now.
2: Oh, yeah. What oh.
0: happens. Okay and and I just I don't really know how how much longer this show can go. I also don't know how like it's viewership at all. Um but if people if people stepped away during part one and haven't returned, I hardly encourage you to return to it. yeah, just so that we get a season five because if we get a season five, maybe we can have some official resolution to this whole saga that we've been on with Joe because. That we, we have seen different stories mm-hmm. play out in Joe's whole thing, but we need some clear, like, I, like either he, he got to go, but like, I don't know. I don't know where, oh, how much longer they can do this for, is, I yeah. guess it's my point at the end of the day, but yeah.
1: Cool. Cool. Well, yeah, I know. I, I saw that uh, you had had dropped, I guess, the same weekend as uh, as the glory and stuff, and and I know those are two shows that you are very very into, and uh, I, I I I that's all.
0: Like you is a guilty pleasure. You okay. is like the equivalent to cocaine bear for you. Okay. <laughs> like <laughs> I I watch it and I don't know why I enjoy it, but yeah. I also hate watch it because it's. Some of the dialogue is so shit. <laughs> and, <laughs> and 90% of the characters are complete stereotypes and, and all of that. But they do some clever things in terms of, I guess, just, like, drama. I don't uh, know. But, but yeah, it's. I wouldn't say I'm a huge fan of it. I would say I'm your average viewer of it.
1: Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, yeah. Cl- well, clearly you know you pro- you had your priorities the glory came first so <laughs> which I, I saw where it was uh i think it was like netflix is like top rated minutes watched the last week or so i mean it's just like doing gangbusters. on on that on that platform
0: yeah well i know a lot of people like on youtube i see people reacting to k dramas all the time and the glory <laughs> was popping up there a lot um but and a lot of people want to know like want to see how that ends which i don't blame them because Mm -hmm. yeah um but i also i checked out the season premiere of ted lasso okay it's 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 good i i don't know what hell i do know what they're doing but i don't know i don't Mm -hmm. know if ted lasso will ever be season one ted lasso
1: yeah, see, you know, shows have a way of being like that. <laughs> the Flash. Yeah. uh, so, uh but uh, yeah, you know, that's one. I, I don't have Apple, so I uh, I haven't been able to uh, enjoy any of the any of the shows on that on that platform, whether it's Telasso or For All Mankind, which is one I definitely want to check out sometime.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's one that I have not checked out. Um, but I I have been watching Dear Edward on and
1: also Severance. Yeah.
0: Severance. Oh yeah. You is uh, severance. Um, I, 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 binge severance. So I kind of like forget about severance. Um, but I've been watching dear Edward on it. Um, and, um, speaking about shows that are entering final seasons or have gotten over the years a bit like shaky. Um, The trailer dropped for the fifth and final season of Miss Maisel, Mrs. Maisel, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. I'm going to say all of her names in reverse order. That's how (laughs) we're going to do that. Um, And she's going to come back around April 17th, I believe.
2: That's
0: right. I I am pretty sure I saw, and I'm blanking on his actor name, but I'm just going to call him Jess from Gilmore Girls. (laughs) (laughs) And people, I hope you know who I'm talking about. He's also Jack on This Is Us. What is his name? Oh my God! Um, yeah, I I, I could have sworn I saw him, which would make sense because the same writers and producers are of Gilmore Girls are also doing Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. So,
1: yeah, yeah, I know that show. I was running it was starting to run on themes for me by the end of last season i know both you and my wife were like uh both y'all y'all both filled me in on this finale because i I think i had missed it and i was like okay after y'all both gave me the description i was like i'm good
0: (laughs) yeah but that final episode and it's funny because um i saw randomly on youtube um the the writer um, the actress who plays Mrs. Maisel and the actor who plays Lenny talk about the pinnacle scene in that finale episode and how they did it mm-hmm. um and why it was so important um and and such an uh, um an iconic moment for it, for the show and for the character
2: yeah
0: um yeah. and so and so that was pretty interesting i think they they could have gone a bit deeper but whatever i i i just i just the, midge and lenny like yeah. i i love their chemistry that's the only yeah, reason it, i watch the show yeah
1: that was the thing that was keeping around for any really for for season four um and but just like you said their their, their chemistry uh with uh, Rachel Brosnahan and uh was it luke kirby um yeah yeah sure. yeah think i know it's, it's bruno kirby's son so but um uh, but yeah, they uh, definitely have amazing chemistry. Speaking yeah. of shows, on Amazon. I saw where um, uh, one that we watched uh, that I got that that I recommended to you, um, The League of Their Own, uh, was also right. re- renewed for a uh, second, but abbreviated second season. Uh, right. So, yeah. So fans are uh, pushing hard for that show to get a full episode order. I think they're only going to do like maybe five or six episodes um, in their in the final season. But it was renewed.
0: I at least we're getting like an epilogue, if yeah. you will. At least we're getting something because it was it was a good enough show. And I I mean fans can complain, complain all they want, but they shouldn't be complaining to producers. They should be encouraging other people to go watch it yeah. to get the viewership up. But you know I I'm glad to hear that at least we're gonna get. Um, find where the characters should end. Yeah. I, I don't know if should is the right word, but um, on Amazon no freaking Yellow Jackets. I don't know what it is about my algorithm right now. I've never watched a single episode of Yellow Jackets. I've heard a lot about it. And now I think it's either their second or third season trailer, like the two minute long trailer. I have heard <laughs> multiple times over the last week. It's like haunting me. I'm like, I get it. I should watch the show, but yeah. I haven't even watched episode 1 and I but um yeah, they're they're really pushing that show which again, yeah. I've heard really good things about it, but
1: Yeah. Yeah. I I agree. I've been getting a lot of that my algorithm as well and uh both uh, my social and even even on platforms um uh, and it's just sort of like, okay, all right, I, I get it. I wanted to check this this show out, and I and like you. I've heard heard really really good things about it, but
0: uh, yeah, yeah, um, a show that I don't I think has not appeared in my algorithm since probably the uh, the trailer leading up to the first season is Titans, which we do have Titan news because we finally get the answer that we've wanted in terms of when will it return to complete this season? Um, And when it will return with two episodes on April 13th, but that's not the kicker. (laughs) (laughs) The series and will you're gonna have to explain this to me, but the series finale of the show will then air on May 11th. So that's about a month in between
1: yeah, well you know it, well the first yeah they'll it'll return Thursday night release like always uh on HBO Max and then uh they'll yeah they'll return with part B with uh, with two episodes and then the weekly re- drop until the finale ends on um May for May eleventh.
0: Oh, okay, I get it. It was just like oddly written for Yeah,
1: me. yeah, I just didn't yeah, I just didn't So to, the the
0: yeah. first two episodes of part B will drop on April
2: thirteenth,
0: thirteenth, yep. and then we'll get a weekly drop leading up to May eleventh, which will yep. be the end of the season as well as the series. Because, yeah, it's 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 had its time. <laughs> yeah,
1: everything. Yeah, uh, as part of the winding down of the prior DC <laughs> TV, uh, this was one of the victims. And but also, I think. Given, I think the series has run its course. I mean, I, I think mm-hmm. they. I mean, it, it's. It, I mean, I've been. I think overall, uh, I mean, there's been some moments with this uh, fourth season where I've been, you know, up and down with it. But I think that once we got the a, sort of the climax of part A of this current season, I was like, okay. But it and and even Doom Patrol, which I love Doom Patrol, but. Uh, yeah, I think it is starting to show some of its uh, creative edges. Uh, you know, worn a bit. So maybe it's a good time for both shows to end on high notes.
0: Yeah, yeah. You it, you don't want to be a show that outstays its welcome. And yeah. I I do believe Titans outstayed its welcome when it got renewed for a season two, um, <laughs> which nobody should be shocked by that statement because y'all know how I feel about Titans. Yeah, but. I just, I feel like that first trailer was um, very well done Mm -hmm. on selling you on a show that never really happened. (laughs) (laughs) It just just was like, okay, because people checked out Titans. And then over that first season, I think it lost a lot of its edge and never managed to fully come back to form. Um, But yeah, yeah. I know you had one more piece of news that you want to talk about, but yeah. um, considering we are talking about DC, I think we should just jump right into Superman and Lois, and then we'll we'll wrap up with some Disney and MCU stuff. When yeah. we get into Mandalorian. That sounds good. Okay. So um, what were your thoughts about the third season premiere and second episode of Superman and Lois?
1: So – I'm really enjoying this season season so far, and these two episodes remind me of why I really like this show. Mm-hmm. It, it, it 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 it's not about the super villains. It's it's about family and how you take a you take a character like Superman, who is the probably one of the most powerful beings in the universe, and make him relatable and and that was on full display this with, with these first two episodes, uh, when, when they returned now. This week's episode, I have to just say, I mean, it, it got me. Even though I saw, and we'll get into it in, in more detail, but um, th- even though I saw where where they were going because of what transpired in the first episode and as things were going on with Lois's test and everything, i don't know if it was just for my personal experience or what but this one it just really really resonated with me to the point where i was like damn it i should have put a freaking trigger warning in this damn episode because i I, it got me it it really hit 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 the right hit the emotional chord with me that I, i wasn't expecting
0: wow um yeah so at any point in the first episode did you think she was actually pregnant no okay I but did you did you think it was cancer at any point in that first episode? Not in the
1: not until I well, I didn't think it was cancer till the second episode. And, and because the first episode I was like, okay, they may do some kind of comic book. You know, I knew not want to do those stupid like flash time sickness kind of thing, because mm-hmm. that's just not the show. It's it's more grounded. So I probably I should have seen it coming, but but you know, at the end of the first episode, but you know, as the, as Lois was having the biopsy done and things in the second episode, it, yeah, it, uh, even though it was one of those things that I saw it coming, um, in the second episode, I think just how it all unfolded Mm -hmm. and, and when the family had their talk and I I know I'm, I'm sort of jumping to the end here, but.
0: Oh yeah, go ahead
1: yeah but it was just the performances yeah. and everything about it and like i said i just you know i just couldn't help but like it just i mean just it just it, it resonated with me because and i'm sure many of our listeners who who've, ha- who've had relatives who've had cancer and stuff it it, it was those those the, the, you know it just brought back a lot of memories and 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 conversations that i remember having with my dad and and other things like that and it just really like it just really hit me in a place where i just really you know it it just yeah it did it just really hit me in a place where i just didn't really think it would with these you know typical with the cw show and i never you know i never and i think that's what takes and i think that's a testament to the writing and the quality of superman and lois and why i like this show and why i keep whenever you know it, when it's on and I, I i really as long as they don't do any fuck around with the schedule i can stay with it because it does they do tell a great story with this with that show
0: oh they're gonna totally fuck up the schedule um
1: we well do. now with new, with new administration i hope not
0: oh god will if you bring <laughs> up new administration <laughs> Oh my god. That's your like go-to play whenever I'm like <laughs> um so I I had a for some reason I just had a sixth sense. Um the moment that she was told in the first episode, um she's not Actually, I don't even think it was that because I'm trying to remember the first episode and if when when um adam man gets released right Mm
2: -hmm. and
0: then a a superman comes comes up and then they have their battle and superman's like how did he get released and everything um so when we're seeing like that teaser at the end with um manheim and Mm -hmm. him and he's like they're injecting him for whatever reason i was like they're doing a cancer plot (laughs) (laughs) I bet Lois has cancer (laughs) I just There was something about it And um, I totally agree with you It's in particular The first episode for me um, Reminded me About why this show works well And it's for everything you just said In terms of the family And the um, Not 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 focusing too much on set pieces and big action sequences, uh, because it it was it was weird how much it was just a family drama that was outplaying during majority of that first episode, and then you got a little bit of the superhero stuff at the end. Yeah. Um, and now in the second episode, you're getting it interwoven. Um, and you're we we're actually getting to see the journalist Clark Kent. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> along I forget to start the recorder with Lois Lane.
2: Yeah, that
0: was um, And and so I am I am glad that it worked for you, but this just means that I am like.
1: Well, like I said, I mean, it could be just a very raw thing, and and everybody comes at it different. I mean, you know, I'm not saying that you know if you didn't, if it, this episode didn't hit you that way, that there was something wrong with you or 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 anything or 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 you're emotionally you know not don't have the feels or whatever it's it's just more and maybe it's just more raw for me and maybe that's why it yeah well it was a couple things because they it was like you know as i mentioned it's the family thing and like the first episode with the how you can tell the difference in production now that now that shows are able to have more intimate moments with characters because as you notice in a, in this episode in the first episode and the second episode you're seeing Lois and, and Clark in bed and being more like a married couple and doing you know things and so they so you know now that some of the covid protocols have been real, are not as strong on sets as they used to be right so yeah. so so you know so you had so I, I you know I was like okay the mistake you know I was like so while they, while the episode was going on I was like all right you know are they gonna jump the shark here and add the third kid?
0: <laughs> no, uh, no.
1: But I was like, but no, that that goes against you know comic book canon. Um and in and, and or even alternate universe, you know, comic book canon. I don't think they ever had a third child. Um and,
0: and they got their uh, second child redux already happening. Yeah. You don't wanna yeah. add another kid to that. And then it's just a weird dynamic because you have a baby and teenagers and and all that so i i'm glad i in a way i'm i i think it's good it makes sense for this show out of every incarnation of superman that we've seen to do the cancer thing yeah Yeah. um because they they especially and we've talked about this since the first episode lois is so prominent in this show Mm -hmm. um and I think that that's why it's. I mean, you would think that they would, um, the Kent family with Superman as the dad would be a patriarchy, yeah. But no, it's a matriarchy. Like, like Lois runs that shit.
1: <laughs> yes, <Yep>, she, <does. laughs>
0: she does. She runs that <laughs> shit. So and the boys yeah. listen to her. So it's just, it's very, it's very interesting to put her in that in a vulnerable space. Yeah. And um. And it makes sense because, um, I thought it was I thought it was um a good a good like human mm-hmm. issue to offset something that Mannheim says to Clark or mm-hmm. Superman. He actually technically says it to Superman yeah. um, in the second episode that I thought was like an excellent point yep. is that. All he does is just puts out fires. Yes, yep. he saves people. but but Mannheim is saying is, but you don't change anything. like you you put away the bad guys, but have you changed the system? Yeah. You yeah, and and I don't think Clark has ever thought about it. In all the years he's been doing it. Like he's never really thought about it through that lens, and it rattles him.
2: Yep, it did. And
0: then yeah. he goes and finds out, like, he can't put out this fire that is going to threaten to take his wife away from him.
2: Yeah, like, yeah. He, thought,
0: he can't cure cancer. At least, I, I don't think Superman yeah. has that power, but.
1: No, he doesn't. And that's what, that was the thing, that, again, that, that is the the wild card that was super, you know, that I think makes this show work. Yeah. Uh, you know one the cancer thing, but I'm glad you, I'm really glad you brought up about Matt Bruno Meinheim bringing up Clark putting up putting out the fires and you know, and yeah, you, know, you came to my community and you know, because Clark, you know, even you know, Clark or Superman even tells him, Look, I you know, I did things here to help your people out, you know, so and the but Van Ham was like, But you're right, he, he had that, he had the counterpoint, you just put out a fire, but I built community, you know, and, and
0: but. And and maybe it's just because I don't know that much about the character itself or himself. Um, I don't I don't know. It's good that he said it, but I'm just like, okay, so what are you doing to affect you? Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> you well, I think
0: an illegal gun arms dealer. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, he is head of Inner Gang. I mean, so there is that aspect of it. So, but I I guess. You know, but I guess it's sort of like and not to bring up uh Titans again, but uh and I know we're gonna be getting Lex Luthor at, at some point in this third season of Superman and Lewis as well. But you know, he, he does he does drop name drop both Lex Luthor and Morgan Edge as far as like these rich guys who you know who do the you know, who who builds up their communities and and you know, put on the facade of being a philanthropist and those kind of things. And I think Mannheim does the same thing. It just happens to be on the, you know, the side of the town where you know, where it's more people of color to live. So you know, so that, you know, because he was looking to those two individuals as his sort of inspiration to to, to build up things and right, and, right. and he, he uses Inner Gang to, uh, you know, I guess, you know, as far as his underground, his criminal empire to do all these experiments that we saw, you know, in the lab there with uh, uh, Adam Mann and, um, and I guess Onomatopoeia is, is, uh, is Intergang Enforcer, so.
0: Okay, Onomatopoeia. I was wondering, I'm like, somebody, please give me a name for this. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to got. <laughs> got it. That's not going to trip me up, like, while we talk about the rest of yeah. the season. <laughs> um, It's funny to go back to his references of the past big, well, Lex Luthor, I know we're finally going to get him, whatever. Um, All I, when he brought the, did those name drops, all I'm like is, all I'm thinking is like, but you're not that much different. Like, I guess, to your point, that's what he wants. That's what he's saying. Like, I looked at these, what they're doing. They're your biggest enemies. But to me, I'm inspired by them. I guess that makes sense. I just I just also left a little like putting name dropping those. All I could think was just like, yeah, seriously, writers, like, are we going to get somebody different, like a different mm-hmm. type of character for, yeah. <laughs> for Superman to go up against? <laughs> seriously. Well, I think I that's. Guess the, we got that last season towards yeah. the end. But still, it's just yeah. it's just funny.
1: Well, and that's the thing, too, is you know, to your point earlier about how this show deals with the, da- the family dynamics and the and and all because you know, and, and not necessarily action sequence because you know, the action stuff, I mean, usually the, the villains, and we've seen this to your point, they have variations of Superman's power. I mean, like his brother, Tall, you know, Tall was like, you know, had was superman on his earth you had with had bizarro you know so this show is not about that is this the 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 action pieces are like you know we, you know it's a superhero show so we got to have them but it really is getting you know really gets its narrative you know engine is is really the family and the dynamics and the things and like you know Dealing with now this but crisis, they, uh, you know, with Lois and cancer, which is actually is funny. I, I, I learned that, that uh, this was a it was an alternate story, alternate Earth, but Lois did have lung cancer, actually, in, in the comics. Um, um,
0: yeah. But, but what were I, I had a thought, and then I forgot about it. Um, But I feel like because of the experiments that he was doing on Adamath, I feel like he is trying to get powers. Yeah. Um, So, I, like, I, to to your point, I do see this going, like, down that trend of, I want what you have. Yeah,
1: (laughs) Yeah. I don't think Intergame, I think they were, it was more, he's more like the Kingpin. I think it was more like this, the the Underworld, like.
0: But he's trying, well, he's trying to weaponize it, like, because. Because that guy didn't have powers until he was released and they were doing the experiments. So they're experimenting yeah, yeah. on how to get people powers. So
2: yeah.
0: maybe, maybe you're right. It's not that he himself, Mannheim, wants the powers. It's that he wants to be able to weaponize them mm-hmm. and have sellers buy them yeah, yeah. so that, so that yeah. And, and, man, every time you mention Intergame, okay, guys again i have not officially like hand to god watch black adam but i pretty much have watched black adam because man the reviews i i know they were the enemy that black adam quote unquote faced up against but he's an antihero. <laughs> so every time i hear that i just go right back there <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I saw. Su- I tried I tried to get that far, but I just ended up like doing like you just listen to reviews because I, I started watching it and yeah, I just didn't
0: <laughs> Oh the reviews are so funny with black Adam and Shazam and all of that. But, and so I'm like I'm like, why why haven't that writers like I well they can't because comic galore, but whatever. Anyway. Yep. <laughs> um Speaking about family dynamics, okay. This show and and yeah, family dynamics are always good. Mm-hmm. I do think though, just to be me, mm-hmm. um, they work well when they're dealing with the adult relationships.
1: hmm Yeah, I was cringe. Cause,
0: cause even in these two episodes, all I could think, I I have two I have two options here. Like either mm-hmm. a the writers. Still don't really know what they want to do with the children. And by the children, I'm talking your Jordan, your Jonathan, your Nat, your Sarah. Mm-hmm. Or B, they were just like, okay, so we're going to have some pretty heavy adult drama happening. We're going to have some cool Easter eggs build up toward the mystery that's going on. Um, And meanwhile, we have to seamlessly introduce this other actor to play one of the kids.
2: (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) So how do we do that? Well, we kind of just act like like it's so normal, give them very minimal scenes. He also was in a relationship that apparently is not happening, although singles got crossed. And I still don't really understand that, especially when he told her, I have a girlfriend. And I'm like, do you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you? Um, Don't understand. I also don't really... I get Jordan and Sarah broken up, but I also... I don't know, I, I really, I, I'm at a loss for what the writers are planning on doing with these kids
1: Yeah, I, I, I agree I was, I, will, I did feel that the episode did come to a screeching halt whenever we were dealing with the kids uh, This week in particular uh, mm-hmm. And it's, I, you know, because in any right, it is, like, hard I don't know if they... It, it's like the C. It's like you know we're on the CW. We got teens. We got to have a teen angst. We got to have you know, you know you know like last week with Nat and and the general you know trying to get her into the DOD school. That stuff actually you know those those were good moments uh, because it you know it was a conflict and you know it touches on how General Lang has General Lane has always been awkward and and with with family relationships and and stuff and, and, you know, and and touch on the fact that in another earth, you know, he was, this was, he was her grandfather.
0: Yeah. I, I agree. Like, I think, I think that, that beat that plot just as a reminder that she's from another earth. And, and even though the characters have moved on from that, it is still, like she's still trying to adjust to, and and they did that a little bit in this episode too, yeah. where um, the guy she was who was hitting on her was was kind of like I've seen you before, but then mm-hmm. you dropped out of school because for a brief period of time they did leave and then they came back, right? Um, and and now we of course got the uh, we got a little square love square happening yeah. because you have you have Chrissy and Kyle. Yep. and john henry and lana which john henry <laughs> <laughs> i i was still holding out for the lowest i get it it's yeah. <laughs> but still but then you're gonna swoop in on lana yeah that'll that's gonna be interesting <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: yeah um it makes sense though i mean it's it a small town it's smallville it's in the yeah. name
1: yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, it was, that was a funny moment. I, you know, I totally saw that with Chrissy and Kyle coming. I was like, oh, boy, they're going to hook up whenever that birthday party was just like, okay. Yeah, speaking of Smallville, Small Town, it's just like the whole daggling town, like, shows up at their, their 16th birthday party. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh,
0: yeah. The yeah. whole the whole town, and, and also Smallville is just jinxed. I mean, yeah. there was only 10 seasons of Smallville on the CW, to to just prove how jinxed this town is, because even though Lana is in the mayor, is the mayor, there mm-hmm. the previous mayor mayor did something apparently with Mannheim,
2: mm-hmm. and
0: and now like there's an issue and and it's all connected back to John Henry, yep. which another reason why this show works is because they are they are very aware of the loose ends that they have.
2: Mm-hmm. They are.
0: And 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 they're picking good times to tie them together. Um, and and I think another reason why the adult stuff works so well is because it's very easily easy to tie and interconnect that those those plot points. Mm-hmm. Um, so it doesn't feel like an A B C story. With the kids, I think they struggle more connecting yeah. that naturally to it without getting into the. We're, we're Riverdale all of a sudden, um, yeah, or yeah. Vampire Diaries. So, yeah, yeah it makes sense. Um, but, yeah, any other points before we move on to the Mandalorian catch-up?
1: No, no, I, I uh, like I said, I, I, I'm really enjoying the first two episodes of the season, and, um, and I know they just wrapped filming for this third season, so hopefully we'll... Uh, it won't, we'll, we'll have a strong season, and this won't be the last one, because I think the show definitely has another year or two left in it.
0: Yes. But it is good to hold that over the head, because then, as a viewer, you're like, well, if it's last season, then yeah, Lois could die. But if it's not, Lois ain't going nowhere.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> um, and on that note, we're going to jump into Mandalorian. But before we do that, um, Will, you had a piece of news about the uh, Disney Plus. And yeah. the show on it.
1: Yeah, yeah. So uh, a couple quick notes. Uh, Today on the uh, Hot Mic podcast with John Roca and Jeff Snyder uh, had a uh, – Jeff drops a bunch of scoops on – on the show and if you should it should definitely check it out not only for mcu and star wars and whatever but other just films in general but one really tasty note that he scoopy dropped today was that uh deadpool 3 apparently is going to have mobius and miss Mar miss minutes uh owen wilson and tara strong show up in deadpool 3 as part of the i guess deadpool is going to be getting wrapped around with the uh, with the whole TVA from uh, from Loki so um, that was a very very big scoop and um, I know there's I think there's a lot of discussion about it we'll see if the trades confirm it or if Disney will confirm it at some point but uh, yeah that was uh, that was some news from the MCU today.
0: They're they're gonna confirm it around the same time that they confirmed that Andrew Garfield and Toby Maguire were in, homecoming, or <laughs> yeah. not homecoming, no way home, no way home, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. So, or when they or when they hire Vic, uh, Victoria Alonso's replacement, but that's so that's a story for another day.
0: <laughs> any any uh, do do we have a date on Loki season two?
1: I know it's still it as my understanding that it's still supposed to come out this year. God, Later this year. I mean, I, I know they're pushing some things back, but I think Loki and Secret Invasion were still on the slate for 2023.
0: I want Loki season two. Um, I'm very well, happy was, about that news. By the way, yeah. I saw it and I was like, yes, thank you. I don't. Deadpool. It's funny. I don't really remember the first movie. I remember watching the second movie and just being like. It's it's hilarious.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> so funny. Um, and um, uh, but I never returned to it for no for. I think there were a few scenes that I've rewatched on YouTube just randomly, yeah. um, but but yeah, miss minutes, Mobius. Like yeah, I mean just and then and then if you're gonna bring on them, just insert clip of Jonathan Majors. Yeah. Like I'm not even asking for Kong- Kang, like or a version variant. Just insert Jonathan, me. May- <laughs> 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 Which, if anybody has watched Deadpool, that could actually happen.
1: <laughs> that could happen, and that would be um, that would be epic if we had Deadpool and Kang in a scene. Just just one scene. That's all I need. I don't need. Yeah, even if it's a post credit, I just need that. Just.
0: Two minutes. I mean, he did have that <laughs> recent interview where he was talking about, like, on the path to being the sexiest man of life because he keeps facing off against them. If yeah. I'm not mistaken, at one point in time, Ryan Reynolds was. was the sexiest man. Like, they could do a whole bit.
2: They could okay? totally do. Yeah.
0: And they if totally they do, could. I want some money residuals from that. Because yes. <laughs> yes.
1: Totally we'll my Bookmark now. We yeah if yeah we see that I'm gonna be like all right uh, Disney uh, pay my friend you know I, I know a lawyer <laughs>
0: <laughs> that you do oh my god um all right so we wanted to bring up that topic now because we're going to deep dive into episodes two three and four of the Mandalorian and to start us we are going I'm gonna give you all my summary. <laughs> My summary of the last three episodes of The Mandalorian. And it starts with what I call bath time. <laughs> that is all I remember from that episode. And and that's, that's all you need to remember from that episode. And then we get into the second episode, which I have deemed Twilight Zone episode of Left Behind. <laughs> Do you, so there is a scene in that episode... Which, for whatever reason, I immediately was like, oh my God, left behind. <laughs> <laughs> and it was when they were doing the train stuff.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. There
0: was something about it that was very, uh... the, the more that um, Pershing and what's the girl's name? Aela- uh, Aaliyah? Uh, Aaly- yeah.
2: Aaliyah? Aaliyah. Aaly-
0: Aaly- like, the more isolated it was just on them, and she's kind of leading him. Um, to to do stuff to kind of um, break the rules. Mm-hmm. I know that that's not what Left Behind was about, but still, like, hey, there's a reason why the mall was shut down. Well, I know that there aren't any <laughs> infected in there. <laughs> there <laughs> is. Um, anyway, it just gave me that vibe. And then last but not least the best episode of the last three, in my opinion. Um, but it's just, I mean, I don't have to rename it. It's called foundling. It's Mm -hmm. foundling with Gert, Grogu and Bo-Katan. I mean, it's just like Grogu. Like that's all you need. Just need a little precious Grogu. Yeah.
1: That's all you need. That's all you need. Um, my, uh, my summary of the last three episodes, and I'll start, uh, I'll start with uh, episode two, which is, uh, if it, since you already took bath time, I have to do the other one. R five D four finally gets his moment to shine. So I don't know what that means. <laughs> yeah, so that is so that's that's the uh, the droid. Since Mando couldn't uh, rebuild IG eleven, uh, he he got from Peli uh, R R five D four, who was the Joy that the Jawas first sold to Luke and Owen, and the, a New Hope, and he blew his motivator allegedly. I, I think he and R two had some things going on there, but uh, but he got his moments to shine, and 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 um, finally in, in 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 the in the Mandalorian. Um, so that was obviously the bath was the big one, you, you know. But you, but you already took that one, so <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. That's really all I remember.
1: Yeah. Uh <laughs> uh episode three, uh the was it the the convert or the covenant. Yeah. Uh huh. yeah. The um uh, for me it was like are we trying to be andor? Uh well,
0: they they were yeah because it's Pershing. Yeah I mean, Yeah Yeah, but yeah. It's order- definitely We want to be Andor, but we're not.
1: (laughs) Yeah, well, it was more and and and, and not clearly the writing's not there, but I will say just the themes that you know, uh, you know, with the exploration of the Empire and how corrupt and evil it was. You know, we get that in Andor. Here with with Mandalorian, it was how just how inefficient and how um, weak the New Republic is. And it's sort of like after it's sort of like the taking it to like the American Revolution. Like, you know, after we, you know, before we got the Constitution, we had articles, Articles of Confederation. And it was, you know, it was a cluster. And and that looks like the, the New Republic. And we've seen in like episodes two episodes one, two, and even in the prior seasons of The Mandalorian, how weak and ineffectual the uh, new Republic is. I mean, the, you know, as far as like, the, you know, as far as the the, the patrols, you know, and they're like, eh, you know, grief cargo's like whatever, um, and and um, you, know, you know, and obviously the even though they were like trying to prevent Pershing from using the tools of the Empire to help build a new, you know, help build a, a stronger infrastructure. In both the core worlds and in the outer rim, uh, they were fine using those tools to, like, you know, reeducate the the uh, you know the people who were in the amnesty program. So it was just you know showing the hypocrisy of of uh, some of the issues with the New Republic. So that was that was some of the some of the things I just just wanted to throw out there about the yeah third.
0: no, I mean you're you're right. Like, and I think maybe that's why it not not just that it featured pershing so much who's a character that we know from andor Mm -hmm. but it's also that andor's purpose is to show the the uprising right before new hope right Mm -hmm. Mm to to show the the cracks in in um in what was happening um at that time and now we have the reverse, and that's why I, I stand fast on Twilight Zone, where yeah. now now we're starting to see how is it that, however many years later, the First Order is in power.
2: Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: And and so you're starting to see like yeah yeah they won the Death Star blew up but they there was a power vacuum, um, yeah. and they did not do a good job about about putting proper rules and governance in place to to make sure that history doesn't repeat itself and 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 so i think that's what the purpose is and why it just it's just weird just just as much as you always bring up um book of boba fett featuring Mm. mandalorian (laughs) (laughs) it's 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 it was unexpected for suddenly yeah. Mand- mandalorian to be like okay guys you can you can ooh and goo gaga about grogu and pedro pascal but we're also going to be doing some history fixing here yep,
2: yep <laughs> so
0: don't yep. mind us <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. I knew you brought that up uh, before we started. Yeah, yeah. Was uh, yeah, how 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 that episode, how and how the series series has sort of played out that, that this way, and and it is definitely some plugging in some history, and but also even thinking back to 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 even tying Andor and and Mon Motha and Rebels and all the other shows that Filoni has had a part in. Uh, and, and thinking about the third episode where they do start not only already mothballing the, the Empire's fleet, but they're also doing the same thing with the Alliance. So, yeah, so it definitely, like, opens, as you're right, I mean, there's that power vacuum because, you know, especially on those Outer Rim worlds, like, for example, uh, Navarro, where uh, Grief Karga now is like the independent governor out there. You know they're just going to like come up with ways to just police themselves because, bottom line, they can't they can't depend on the core war- worlds to defend them and there's no Jedi well at this point there's still not enough Jedi around to protect them but we saw how all that I went down in the old Republic.
0: <laughs> I I uh, listened to kind of funny review, um, and um, one of them one of the panelists brought up a fascinating theory about pershing have you heard this i have not um the pershing we see in that episode um do you think it was a clone of pershing
1: Mm. i think it was the real deal
0: okay because somebody because they pointed out or they said something and this is like way beyond me um, and these people know what they're talking about. But they said in Andor, when we see Pershing, he's wearing a specific pin that says the, that shows that he's a clone.
2: Hmm. I heard.
1: Oh, yeah. I think I've heard that. Yeah. Yeah, I have not not from them, but I think I have heard about the that. Uh, but I thought. That, but I, the but the thing is, the cloners, the but the, it was the Caminos, the comedians, the people who did the clonings for they okay. were all wiped up I'm
0: not. I'm not bringing it up to have some kind of debate. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, no. 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 I was just. I was. I'm not. I'm not debating you. I'm just trying to. I, bottom line. I think it was. He. I think he was not a clone. I mean. I think they were truly going for the allegory of like post World War II, but the you know after the Nazis, how you know, from Braun and others were here, brought here to the United States to help. You know, for example. Do the Apollo program and those kind of things. I think it, I think they were going more with that allegory than anything else, and that's why I think it was why they had Pershing there in the whole embassy story.
0: Yeah. Well, either any which way. Yeah. It, it's still good. I mean, yeah. I was I was thrown off, but not they. They did it. It was an odd curveball, mm-hmm. but it was also a welcomed one because. Yeah. I, I do think that if we had jumped right into um foundling time yeah it would have it would have felt too much of the same because mm-hmm. we we've already spent a lot of time on that beach and yeah. then every time we go back to the beach I'm, it, it looks more and more like an awful set
1: <laughs> yeah yeah we're it's clear we're in the, it's clear we're in the volume <laughs>
0: It's clear it's like oh we're on the beach now So they spent their money elsewhere Got it I get it Um but what was Your brief summary or brief Synopsis of um the Fourth episode
1: Well I mean it's the obvious one Uh (laughs) I'm not best He has his redemption arc (laughs) Uh, Jar -jar. Jar Yeah uh Oh yeah that was that was Uh the night I was happy for him. I mean, just to take it out of universe, given all the shit that he put up with, uh, with with Jar Jar Binks and stuff, I, I, bringing bringing his YouTube uh, Star Wars Jedi Temple Challenge character into canon, I thought was a was a nice little touch.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it 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 was. I mean, I knew none of it while I was watching the show, but I heard all about it and was like, "Oh, that's cool." <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, yeah. Apparently, yeah, this is one of those. I heard, you know, I, I remember hearing this Jedi Temple. I never watched it. I was like, right at the beginning of the pandemic, it was, you know, but uh, but beyond, you know, but it, it was one of those. Okay, I'll get to. It. I'll check it out, but I never did, and uh, so I thought that was, you know, but you know, Kellen Bach was as far as a character and, you know, like, like this Jedi Temple Academy challenge show, you know, he was a teacher and it makes sense that, okay, if you're going to have this type of teacher character in this, you know, out of universe thing, then if you're going to make him canon in universe, that he would be there at the Academy, at the uh, Jedi Temple uh, when Order 66 uh, was carried out and uh, protecting the foundlings. And I just love it how everybody thought it was some other person that saved grogu but maybe we 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 get jar jar
0: (laughs) right right you know just like what we were talking about before in terms of the convert episode having that curveball um i find it interesting the placement of the flashback Mm -hmm. um and 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 it was so unexpected because Mm -hmm. you're and maybe I'm right now coming off of The Last of Us just conditioned to have a flashback at the beginning of the episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not right in the middle. Um, but it was unexpected. And then, and then to have it mirror the ending scene with Bo-Katan, mm-hmm. you're just like, okay. Yeah. Interesting. I don't know entirely what it means. But then again, right. throughout the last four episodes, Bo-Katan is the wild card yep. where you eat, you're you constantly, you know the wheels are turning, but um, there's something about her character in particular where you're just still like, I don't know what, what your play is. It's very hard to read, yeah. uh, which is great because I think so much about Um, the show can get very typical Mm -hmm. um, that now they have a character where viewers are constantly like, yeah, she, I don't, I don't know what what her angle is. Like she's just blending in right now, but clearly with this whole Nithosaur thing, she is still putting together her, her overall plan because I think to go back to our conversation about the, the season premiere, she still is not over the black saber no she's no, not. no and and i mean at the same time to go back to the last of us we got papa pedro okay he he's making he's not he's not going full joel on this but he is making some bad fatherhood mistakes okay mm-hmm. <laughs> You can't be the dad who pushes the kid <laughs> To play when he doesn't want to <laughs> Like all I could think is just like Man Grogo is like I thought it was just going to be you and I <laughs>
1: Yeah yeah no, I got sports dad here Like you know come on kid <laughs>
0: Yeah yeah like show him Show him that my kid is the best
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> soccer, yeah. Uh, I need, I need, I need the meme or I need a card. Someone to do some art of like Mando being a soccer dad, you know, in the stands. Yeah. There. It, it
0: is, it's weird because, um, I, I loved how much we actually got to see them and what that relationship is now,
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, in comparison to where it started. But it also was so bittersweet because all I could think about was, like, did we miss the scene where there was a conversation about how you you were going to make him into a Mandalorian? Like, did you even ask the kid?
1: <laughs> yeah, well, I guess. And that goes. I know before we started recording, I was like, you know, the the, uh, now that we're into season three and getting a little bit of distance from Mando two and a half, it's like could they have like put those stories as a sort of kickoff for for just the third season as uh, as 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 a whole, right? And and because you know because the gave him the choice. Well, Luke gave him the choice whenever. You know when Din brought him the Mithril, I'm just gonna call it that because uh, the little Mando armor and um, and a lightsaber, Yoda's right. lightsaber, and he chose, to, you know, he chose. I mean, Grogu chose to go back to, to Den, and so I think the seeds were planted there for him to. I mean, because ultimately, I guess. It, 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 Given that we know that this, you know, Tarvisla back in the day was the, the was the blend of a Mandalorian and a Jedi and compassionate dark saber and all that stuff. I think they're, they're, you know, fast forward modern day, I think that's what their ultimate, Grogu's ultimate path is probably going to be. That yeah. Modern, yeah, so I think, yeah, but I think, but to your point, I think Den is being a little impatient and pushing him when he's not ready at least for the the mando arts.
0: Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I I I know that Grogu went back to Din. Yeah. I I understand that that was the choice. And I do I do see how he is kind of like he he's a kid. He's like, mm-hmm. "Oh, dad, like he's still we don't know how old he is. He's probably older than Mando for all we know." Yeah. But but still, it's just this idea of, like, I'm idolizing this person. Mm-hmm. I want to be like them. But the more I become them, suddenly I'm like, do I? Because mm-hmm. I, I I think there is this, this weird where he's... Mando unknowingly is kind of pushing a Jedi to become a Mandalorian.
2: Yeah.
0: And... And... And Grogu doesn't know. I mean, he he clearly has PTSD still.
2: Oh yeah, oh yeah.
0: He he has a lot of emotions. I I found it. I I'm glad we're finally bringing up him not talking. Okay, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because you could interpret like, oh, he's just not old enough or at that age. But you can also interpret because of his PTSD, he chooses not to speak.
1: Yeah, that's a very good point. That's a so. Very good point
0: and and i honestly a lot of people are saying well we're going to end up hearing him speak like he's already tried to and everything we might but i don't i don't want him to become a chatterbox like no no, no all we need is those puppet eyes okay that's all yeah. we need and a sweet squee- squawk
1: <laughs> yeah that if if he i mean ultimately down the road Maybe and you know, especially since Felonia Favreau says they they have no intentions of, they they will. Like I want to
0: talk go. about that too. Yeah,
1: they they want this this series to go as long as long as it can go, and so there's no point, there's no need to rush him to talk. I mean, that will take away the mystique and some of the charm of, of Grogu if he starts like spouting out stuff like Yoda and Yaddle. I mean, I just yeah, I, we don't need that right now.
2: Um,
0: no, we don't, and we don't need to rush things. However, I I am not surprised when they when I heard that they said that, just because for the last ever since they did did Mando 2.5 or whatever you call it, um, it was it was the writing was on the wa- wall that what we're seeing as viewers is an incomplete plan. <laughs>
1: Well, he's already written season four
0: He, he can Well, then, then there is a plan Yeah,
1: there's a plan I just think he, I think what he meant was he I think there's a plan, but I don't think You know, I guess It's different from the movie trilogies Where you had, you know, A, B, C I'm not
0: talking about the movie prilo- trilogy. No, 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 I'm
1: just saying
0: i coming off of The Last of Us, Will There was a clear arc
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah Well, there's, yeah well, yeah, this is arc. I mean, to your point, it is like it is like we've seen in these last, you know, four episodes. Uh, they are like threads. I don't know if there's like, but there's no like arc.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it's weird because.
1: But there you- are.
0: You see, you see the threads, and especially now that it's becoming more clear with Pershing and the cloning, that they're they're as much as they're focused on this story about Din and Grogu and Bo Katan, they also are in the background going to be doing some serious lore, filling in gaps and pieces to lead up to the new trilogy. Well not maybe not go that far in the future. Oh but yeah,
1: I think they are. I think it will. I mean, I think they
0: yeah.
2: are
1: yeah, they're leading all all lead, they're basically filling in that gap in history. It's sort of like how like rebels and Obi-Wan and Clone Clone Wars and all that stuff filled in that period before Battle of Yavin. This is yeah, this Mandalorian and you know, and I guess some of the other shows coming from Ashoka and others are gonna be filling in this period that leads to the First Order.
0: Right. So we're gonna see young Ben Skywalker. We probably will. We Interesting. Probably will. Who do you ca- And anyway? Um <laughs> yeah. I just even if he's written season four and everything, I still to me it just seems like we're wandering. Yeah, we're doing yeah. a lot of wandering. And I'm not a wanderer, okay? I like I like to I like to be surprised by my destination,
2: yeah, but sure. I like
0: to feel like there is a path. And yeah. and and this is a clear setup for you to be like, well, this is the way. <laughs>
2: <laughs> this is the
1: way. And the way I was, going, I was yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't think there is a way. <laughs>
1: there is a way. And actually I was going to soften my thread. I was going to soften it a bit when I was saying there's no arc. I think there is, I think, you know, okay. and, like and. There's multiple arcs. There's the, there's the <laughs> arc of like, there's the arc of Bo-Katan, her redemption arc from going from her family, Ruling Mandalore, you know, her. Well, I, yeah, I feel yeah, so like
0: each character has their yeah, arc. Yeah, so I think
1: there's like, a, I don't know if there's like, and so you're in what you were saying earlier, maybe the bigger overarching arc is we are just, the purpose, one of the arcs, or or oh God,
0: well.
1: show. Sure. I'm, I'm getting there. I'm getting there.
0: Oh, I'm just I'm just gonna say, and then I'll let you go. Yeah. But there's a listener out there who has started a drinking game for how many times you say "arc."
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. This, this
1: is the way. So <laughs> the theme
2: here
1: to diversify my words. The theme is leading us to the next trilogy. <laughs> and that's all. And I will. I will tighten that all up. So don't worry.
0: <laughs> so it's a bridge arc. Yeah. <laughs> it's, bridge arc. it's an arc bridge. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. This is the way. Oh man, it's definitely Noah's Ark. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, at least we're not going through the Ark of the Covenant like you know, oh. like Raiders of the Lost Ark.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. The Raiders are all good. how many arcs are how many arcs will it take to build one Ark? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. All right. Well, um speaking about arcs, another one, another great one that we've seen in recent history, House of Dragon, which all I thought when they brought the birds first Hmm. of all i thought they were dragons and so my initial rundown note was okay i guess mandalorian is gonna become house of mandalorian will become house of dragon now yeah get it okay they they are building the forager (laughs) is gonna build an iron throat (laughs) (laughs) she's gonna gonna build a miniature one and then grogu gets to sit on it
1: (laughs) yeah well you know every episode is He, well, yeah, last one didn't, but so far the armorer has built something. You know that forge is like working overtime. So it's, it's the only matter of time we get an Iron Throne and and and, and now is going to have to get a new one because her her castle was blown up on her planet.
0: It's just they're just going to take all of their blasters, like how the Iron Throne has all of the the uh, the swords, like mm-hmm. a, just a throne of blasters.
1: That would be that would be so dope.
0: Like, come on, this can happen, people. It can happen. Just dragon. Like, we got succession coming back. I know I'm gonna drop succession references next week. So, yeah. Anyways, I think that that is it for the arc of our summer. (laughs) 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 Well played.
1: This is the way.
0: (laughs) On that note, Will, why don't you tell our listeners where they can find you?
1: Yeah, you can find me and all my crazy arcs at Will M. Polk, W-I-L-L-M-P-O-L-K on Twitter.
0: And you can find me at S J Belmont am S-J-B-E-L-M-O-N-T. Please follow our crew on Twitter at Cena Nerd. Friend us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, and visit our website, www.SceneandNerdPodcast.com. But most importantly, rate, follow, and comment on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good night, Geek Out. You're welcome.